Thank you for tuning in. On this week's episode of the Third Wheel Podcast at Night, me and Darcy go back to the topic of 13 reasons why you scare women off. And then we return to our roots of bad marriage advice. Stay tuned. Smooth transition. Welcome to the Third Wheel. At night. <sighs> I'm one of your hosts, Darcy. Oh, I'm the other host, Caleb. Why, yeah. why are you doing so fast? My goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone understood a word you were trying to tell me. I'm one of the hosts. Last week, we talked about 13 reasons why you repel women. Okay. We, we, we covered the first eight. We have five left. And if we get through those five fast enough, we might be able to dive into our old content, re- regularly scheduled programming. All right. To recap. Desperation. We talked about a lot about that. I was very desperate at a certain point in my time. Were you ever like desperate, Darcy? No. Bottom of the barrel dating? No. No. <laughs> okay, thanks. That was a short answer. <laughs> Bad hygiene. Okay, that's one of them. Ooh, sick. Feeling sorry for yourself. That's a big one. I also carry that a lot into my younger adulthood, but not anymore. Mommy's boy. That's a big one. Blaming others. Lack of discipline financially, chore wise, bad work ethic. And then lastly, I think we touched on monologuing, where it's like, I don't know. I don't know if we captured that quite well, like I would have hoped. Do you think we actually covered that well enough? I don't know. Like, did we give, like, good examples of, like, what monologuing monologuing actually is? Or do you, I don't know. I don't know. I'm wondering if we actually hit the mark on that. Okay. I feel feel like it was fine, I guess. Thanks for that blank look you gave me. (laughs) I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> confidently, yes. We confidently talked about monologuing last time. Yes, it was fantastic. And now, moving on. Number nine, not treating women well. Okay. Okay. So, not treating them as human beings with their own thoughts, agency, and accomplishments. Okay. That's very broad. Not f- treating them well. The first, like, example that came to my head was that guy that I was dating that was living with his mom. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, he was being completely taken care of and played video games, like, 18 hours a day, he'd still tra- talk so much trash to his mom. Really? And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He talked so much trash. And she would come out and be like, so-and-so, can you do the dishes? And he'd be like, if you, mom, do them yourself. <laughs> Piece of trash. Can't do anything right for yourself. And I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> while mom's paying bills and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, while mom's paying bills, he's taking my car. Yeah. Now, agree to disagree, like, you can watch how someone's going to treat their mom and then kind of go off of that how they're going to treat you. Agree? For the most part. It depends. As, okay. If they have a healthy mom, then yeah. Or even if, if they have a super toxic, overbearing mother, it's going to be really hard to tell off of that if he treats women well. Because okay. if he's giving a, you know, if it's some piece of crap mom that was doing drugs the whole time he was a kid, like, I'd understand why he'd have no respect for her and be like, ah, F off mom. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, that that's a good point you brought up. Overbearing mom. That's a whole different animal, though. Overbearing mom. Right. So, like, yeah, I guess you could take those out of the equation. But, like you said, if you got a guy who's just super lazy and he won't he won't even take care of himself, like, I guess it's not a good... It's a good indicator, right. I'd say. Because he's going to expect you to do the same thing when y'all are together. Right. I like where you with that guy, though. Nine months. Oh, man, that's a long time. Huh, I'd have got kicked to the curb real fast. You know? <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all generous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When I when I think of not treating other, not treating women right, 
That's kind of hard to spot early on. So when it says repel women, I'm thinking like first impression, asking them out on a date. When you don't treat them well, I feel like that's something you discover as time goes by, not necessarily building up to the first, like, I'm going to ask you out real quick. I mean, sometimes, but like if you're at a bar, you know, and they're Mm. trying to order a drink and they're like, these gosh darn women don't know how to do nothing right around here. And then he's like, hey, sweetie. You're like, okay, no, you know. Mm. But nobody does that. I don't believe you. How many times have you been to Hooters? That doesn't count. <laughs> Why does it not count? Hooters is not a good indicator. Yeah, okay. it is, because they got good food. The most depraved men go there. Okay. okay. For one depraved reason. Okay. That's not a, I don't know. I don't think Hooters is the best example. That I mean, same thing, like if you said a strip club. That doesn't count, because like that's, that's literally what that environment is for, where you're supposed to be, or I guess it's expected that guys are not going to be on the Okay, well, behavior. I've seen it at all bars in general. I haven't, though. That's the thing. I guess I wasn't looking for it, so I guess... And I'm not a woman, so I guess I can't, like, speak for everybody here. Like that one guy, whenever I was at a bar downtown, and it has, like, this, this, like, railing on the bottom, and so, like, I stepped on it to, like, lean over the counter to get the bartender's attention because it's, like, a jam-packed bar. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to, like, stand on that and, like, lean over the counter to get them to be able to serve you a drink, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just right after work. I was in my work clothes, so, like, button-up shirt, tie, vest, like, not an attractive look by any means <laughs> <laughs> after my 16-hour shift or whatever. Yeah, you love busting out you know, how much you work, huh? It's really, it's really cool. Fact. I worked a lot whenever You're I was so working cool, there. Worked I worked so much. 16 whole hours. Wow. Dude, I used to work, like, 85-hour weeks there sometimes. Oh, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, you can Sorry. shut your mouth. <laughs> I apologize for my worst. <laughs> you think I made 10 grand a month working a couple hours a day? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoops. Um, and, and so, you know, I'm just innocently trying to get a beer. And this dude's like sitting next to where I'm like leaning over trying to get the bartender's attention. And he looks at me. He's like, what would you do if I just smacked your butt right now? And mm. I was like. What the, f- like, <laughs> for real? Like, did you think that was, like, oh, okay. I'd like it, you know? In like, what ex- fairness, What did you expect? In all fairness, <laughs> at least he asked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, now that, <clears throat> you know, maybe I was wrong then, because I, I have no, I noticed that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm going to have to actually walk back my previous statements. You were right. Sometimes. As uh, always. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, because hmm. I hear, I, you know, I hear women they'll go they'll go work at gay bars because guys aren't going to yeah. start doing that to them. They're not going to be harassed, right? You know what I mean? So, yeah, okay, that's actually a good point. You brought it up. So, I guess though, by that logic, you don't really want to go around picking up some women from bars. Women or guys, really. Like, if you, if a girl goes to a bar, unless they just want to get picked up and taken home. Right. You know, for that reason, you, you shouldn't be looking for something long-term there, I guess. So, what do you think? Can you meet someone long-term at a bar? Like, a long-term relationship? If you're not trying. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going there to, like, scout them out. Yeah. Like, you're going to be very disappointed every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. Normal people go to bars all the time. Um, you know, it's weird, though. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But I feel like I get the same. Like, my luck is just as bad at church. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anytime I've met anybody I've pursued, it's always been through friend of a friend. Very few times has it ever been like I met them at like a youth event. No, I say youth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I met young adults. <laughs> let, let me, let me uh, back up on that. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, no. You 
Cut. Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't say <laughs> event. I meant uh, young adults event. Oh my god. Well over the age of consent. Because <laughs> it hot in here is it just me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Scratch everything I said. <laughs> Let me start this whole episode over. <laughs> all right. Um, where was I? <laughs> I You're talking about kids. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> I take it back. All right. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I wouldn't go to a bar picking up a woman because it's probably not the type of girl I want to take home to my mom. Right. And I guess I'm assuming it's vice versa for women as well. You're not going to get a guy. I mean, you can, like you said, if you're not looking. But if you're looking to find somebody, it's usually not going to be a guy who is going to treat you with respect. So uh, not the best environment for dating. Yeah. Like like I said, like I I wouldn't scout scout them out there. But, you know, like, I don't know. We're both taken now. But I think we're both like good people that you would want to talk to. And we've Mm -hmm. gone to bars before, you know, so there are like good people going there still to have a drink or chill or have a good time. I was going to say, based on some stories you've told me, you you went ahead and were like, hey, can I buy whenever they say, can I buy you a drink? That's usually like, I guess, a better guy. That's going to be maybe a little bit more respectful or nice. Well, it's like that one guy, the example of the guy that bought me a drink, mm-hmm. but didn't approach me very specifically yeah, until I finished it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what a good dude, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I guess, I don't know, everything, n- n- there's no black and white. There's so much gray right. area. I, I'm being real with you. Like my, my worst experiences have been someone I've met at church at one of those mm-hmm. functions. You know what I mean? The youth had, events? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've had better luck in bars, to be honest with you. Oh, oh no. Whoops. Sorry. I've out of myself. I've had better luck in bars sometimes, you know, mm. meeting a respectable person. So yeah. anyway, this, so the next one, not treating well, I think we covered that okay. Okay. This one feels like it goes under bad hygiene, but says bad breath. I think that's a given. You know what I mean? Obviously, if you have, I heard Sorry. that. <laughs> And that's going in the soundboard. <laughs> I've been chugging down my water. I'm going to add it on here. Get the <laughs> Lack of self-awareness. Some of these I feel like are just like subcategories of the bigger categories you already hit. Um, so bad breath could be a thing and a yeah. different thing in general. So bad hygiene overall. You're talking mostly body odors. You're talking people that don't shower well. You're talking about people that, you know, I don't know, don't wash their clothes appropriately, show mm-hmm. up with stained shirts, stuff like that. Yeah. So like I do feel like bad <sighs> breath would fall into the category of bad hygiene. Yeah. Yes, but I can see it being a separate category in itself as well. Because even sure. if you're nicely dressed, you got good smell and deodorant, like if they always have bad breath, like – Mm. You can have good hygiene and still have bad breath if you're not doing things quite properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't know. <clears throat> Once they, again. Maybe they were riding off the success of the 13 reasons why. They were probably like, 13 reasons <laughs> yeah. why you repel women. So, yeah. they had to break some of these off. So, uh, lack of self-awareness. That kind of feels like that goes back into not taking responsibility. Well, I mean, what do you think? Mm, lack of self-awareness. Well... Not taking responsibility is a little different because you're actively blaming people for your actions, whereas in a, a lack of awareness, you're just you're not even blaming people. You're just like ignorant mm. to your own actions and you're not sitting here being like, well, it's this person's fault. You're just you don't even realize what you did was wrong to begin with mm. to even blame someone else. 
Like, I almost feel like that's worse. <laughs> like, to be so ignorant. Yeah. I feel like the guy I explained last episode, because, like, there's just so many instances where it's like, dude, you really cannot take care of yourself. You know? Like, yeah. I don't think he was ever aware of it. You know, going back to that that person that we talked about, it was funny because there was one time we all went to a restaurant as roommates and we just like just started joking about it and talking about it and we're laughing like, yeah, do you remember we did that thing with the freezer? Do you remember we did, you know, remember when you had to teach them how to put seasoning on top of <laughs> Like we went through all that stuff and then we're, and then we all felt better after like, huh, we can put up with them for another week. You know, it's like we had a weekly uh, AA meeting. <laughs> it was pretty good. Lack of confidence. Now that's a big one. Why are you what? rushing through these? What do you mean rushing? The first one's bad breath. How can we talk about <laughs> bad breath here? You know what I mean? Forgive me. Okay. Do you want to? You want to talk about self awareness more? Probably. Okay. What do you guys say? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you and that's it for this episode. Of <laughs> I'm not self aware of what uh, no, to talk about for self awareness. Wow, you actually added to the conversation during a joke. Good job. <laughs> You actually like brought up a good point. Huh? <laughs> See, that's a live example audience of us. Someone with lack of self awareness. I love it. I um. Oh god, she's still talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> you asked if I want. You know what? You, no, no, please. Yeah, go. go no, no, go ahead. Come on. Well, I, I actually miss our. Regular, you know, I was at. <laughs> I miss our regularly scheduled programming where we talk about Facebook. I feel like I had something to say. <laughs> But, you know, we're short on episodes, so <clears throat> lack of self-confidence. Okay. <laughs> now, this is a big one. This one, I struggled with this until I was about 24. I mean, it causes so many more issues than you'd think. I'm trying to figure out how to start this because this is like the big one. Like if, I mean, if we had to rank these, I'd say this is number one, lack of confidence. How do you? Uh-uh. Really? What's, uh-uh. number, what's, what's number one? Not respecting women. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's got to be something else. <laughs> okay, but at least those people are confident in what they do. <laughs> but what if you have a self-conscious person not respecting women? Hmm. A double duo. <laughs> <laughs> they just like fist bump each other and they just start punching. Yeah. No. Um, he just fist bumps himself. <laughs> Sadly, because he's face, not confident. Put her face in between the fist bump and then just like goes to town like a monkey. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> like the little monkeys that used to That's clap the things. Thank you. <laughs> dun, dun, the symbols. They got a big smile on their face. They're happy while they're doing it. Not the not the girlfriend, but the guy, the, the monkey, the monkey smiling. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, that was a waste of thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> but um, okay, for me, this is the big one because I was never going to start hitting women. Okay. I've always, for the most part, treated women with respect. I understand sometimes I get emotional, but that's beside the point. Okay, I'm self-aware of my issues here. Let's let's talk about <laughs> what I struggled with for most of my young adult life up until still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were about to be like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still actively. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, okay, for me, lack of confidence. How you dress, how you do your hair how you take care of yourself that feeds into confidence, but that's just a symptom of how you really feel about mm. yourself. It's about the inward. Okay. It's not necessarily about the innards. Yes. The, the organs, <laughs> the, the lungs, the heart, but n- not metaphorically like your, your physical heart. <laughs> it needs to beat confidently. <laughs> so let's see. Lack of confidence. Does that stem from 
hating yourself, do you think? Like a form of it? I mean, it can, but I think a lot of confidence issues comes from other people. You know, like if you are super hype about something and somebody shuts you down on it, you know, like if people are just killing your spirit about Mm -hmm. things. Like for me, um, I used to hate my laugh because people would make fun of my laugh. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I hated my laugh because I hated myself. You know, I know someone who loves your laugh now. There's a laugh I missed. Ah, stop. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I I hope they listen. (laughs) They don't, don't, though, so I say it confidently. Um, But, like, I don't know, you know, if I'd sit there and I'd be like, you know, like it's some stupid dumb laugh and somebody's like, oh, you know, like trying to make fun of it, then. Yeah, okay. Like it'd just make me, like, hate my laugh or people mm. used to, um, like, um, People got onto like my freckles. Um, now it's a trend. Now it's a fad. Like people literally will draw freckles on their face if they don't have any. Mm. Like it's considered like a very beautiful quality now. And um, I used to be really self conscious about my forehead freckles because everybody would like make fun of them when I was a kid. Had people never like driven down my self esteem on their own accord, like I don't think I ever would have had those issues. Yeah, I was bullied a lot in high school. No, no, it would be really weird if I was bullied in homeschool years. But <laughs> you know, well, oh wait, I was. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> but setting trauma aside, <laughs> bullying other kids in high school. Now, I wasn't shoved in a locker, but yes, words they really do tear a person down. So yes, I was always called names. I was made fun of for being not even that big. I was actually skinnier than I am now. You know what I mean? And there were people who were like, you know, oh, you're fat or well, all that stuff, you know, talking you down. So mm-hmm. that, that carried a lot into my adulthood. I don't think it's bugged me so much nowadays because, one, people are a lot more mature. Um, not always, but like, you know, they're not going to you like they did in high school. I think your initial statement is reversed. For I you. don't think, I think for most people, I don't think hating yourself is a result mm-hmm. of being self conscious. I think be, like people tearing you down and, making you self-conscious is what stems to you hating yourself. Mm. I think it's like a little opposite to how you presented it at first. Mm. Fair. Okay. So enough, maybe we could do another episode on what leads to low self-confidence and then, I, and then eventually how to beat it. Cause it is beatable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, case in point right here, this guy, um, <laughs> Don't laugh, okay, you bully. You're triggering me. You're bringing up the old bully from high school. Stop it. But yeah, so lack of confidence. When you're not confident, you re- it really just feeds into everything you do. I-, I used to be the guy that like when I'm talking to someone and in my head I'm watching them lose interest and putting that in air quotes because I'm sitting here like, man, I'm so boring. I'm not fun to talk to because like I don't know. I just like I just started looking for excuses to like project my insecurities onto them. So I'd be like, oh, look at that. They're so bored talking to me. I'm not that much fun to talk to. I don't know. And it just feeds to how you think about yourself. And then like I, like I explained last episode, when you're talking to somebody, talking to a girl or talking to a friend, but mainly when I was talking to women, I'd be like, man, I can tell they're just not interested. Oh my gosh. Like I just already kind of give up in my head before the conversation's even done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not taking confidence in how I look. Oh, so we're not going to talk about adding that to the soundboard. When it's you, it's fine. When it's me, it goes on the soundboard. What did I add? Burp. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know I burped. You weren't (laughs) self-aware? No, not at all. Oh, I see what you did there. 
But anyway, um, I don't know. But what do you what do you think? Confidence? Did you? Str- I mean, I guess you had to have struggled with self confidence then, based on what you're just telling me about your upbringing and how self conscious you were. I mean, I I was definitely like self conscious, but I don't think I ever portrayed that in the people I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it everybody else's problem, mm-hmm. and that's where for me it was so toxic. Was because like I'm I'm literally forcing it right. on other people. Now that problems come up in me in post marriage, because mm-hmm. um, I'll sit there and I'll like start crying. I'll be like, I'm a horrible wife. Why do you even love me? Like, what is there to love about me? <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> okay. Short side note and some practical advice. How, what's the best way for a guy to combat such emotions from the other person? So part of that was just me struggling with mental health issues. But another part is one of my main love languages is words of affirmation. Mm. And um, you'll see like the way Paul will react to things. He's not very like expressional in it. You know, like whenever I did the backyard for like four hours in the heat and he came home and he was like, Oh, it looks nice. Thanks baby. And I was like, the, like, (laughs) you don't want to like pass out, you know, have a seizure on the floor, like something. And so, um, for me, it can be really hard because although I understand how excited he is about it because he's not verbally affirming me, it can Mm -hmm. make me self-conscious, which is semi my own problem. You know, like that's, that's partially me because I do understand he expresses it in a different way. Um, and he does go out of his way to compliment me and things like that. Mm. Um, but I think just being more verbally affirming for a long period of time in that moment, I don't know if there's a lot you can say to that person to console them like right then and there. Mm-hmm. It's important to listen and to combat it and be like, no, like I, I love this, this and this about you. Like you're amazing. But I think what you're looking for more so is long term of realizing they're struggling with that and being purposeful daily to be like, if they're like, I'm so ugly, I'm, you know, whatever, like coming in and being like, Oh, baby, you look so beautiful today. Did you do something different with your hair? Oh, my gosh. You know, like. um, That's the only thing I. Okay, so I guess I don't know if this counts as a side note. Uh, Because I agree with what you said overall. I really struggle when someone does something with their hair. Because you've you've even said, like, you're not going to say anything about how I've got it cut. And I was like, you got it cut? You know what I mean? Mm. And then, like, you give me a look. I'm, uh, that, that's the only thing I suck at noticing. Though. I notice the access service and I notice all the other stuff, sacrifices and, but hair. Well, that was just like some, an example. Yeah, if I you're just, bad at, I mean, all guys are kind of bad at. <laughs> 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 it took core memory. Yeah. All better. All, all guys are kind of bad at doing that, but just like trying to be purposeful, go out of your way to yeah. compliment things throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, and just like looking for things to compliment over a long period of time, I think will help with a lot of those self-esteem issues for them. Um, Because anytime you have negative, negative is always going to outweigh the good by a good load. Mm -hmm. And you're, you know, coming in as someone in their 20s with someone and they've had loads of negative comments throughout their whole life. They've had loads of negative relationships, abusive relationships. And Mm -hmm. so it's not something as easy as, okay, I've told them I love them. So they know I love them. Like, no, it's, it's gotta be a repetitive thing to just kind of combat a lot of the things they heard growing up Mm -hmm. and having to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a good example of how low self-confidence would turn you off from a person just leading up to asking them asking you out? Do you have a good example of that? Mm, these are so hard on asking out because most of this stuff just came up towards the end of a lot of my relationships. 
That's um, fair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not, I don't know if I have too many examples of it being off the bat, like, just super self-conscious. There's more stu- so stuff in the middle where it's like, we've been dating and they're like, let me check your phone. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't trust you. And uh, who are you talking to? And why, you know, yeah. why did you have a guy walk you to your car last night? Why didn't you just call me? Why, you know, and like all of those things where it's uh, like, oh my gosh. Annoying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is ridiculously yeah. annoying. Holy cow. I would, um, I, I would be like, dude, <laughs> right, chill. right. Okay. And so like a lot of those problems were things I experienced kind of in the middle and mm. not towards the beginning. I will say the one guy I dated, um, he that had like a lot of self-esteem issues. Um, it started coming up kind of like two weeks in. So not initially, but I remember it being a really big like, mm. ooh. but I was trying so hard to like him. Like I was trying so hard and it just like it was not working. I was like, mm. I can't do this. I can't do your self esteem issues mm. and all of this. Like, it's one thing to have problems going in and baggage, and it's another thing to just like wallow in it. Right, and that also kind of ties into feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, too. So back backtrack a shout out to the last episode. <laughs> um, okay, having a momentary lapse or weakness in your emotions and not feeling confident, I think is like, I won't say justified, but it's understandable. Right. Like you're not going to be top tier right. confident all the time. Cause right. deep down people that are confident are actually really low confident and they're just really good at hiding it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I that's something I definitely do. Right. But well, cause I know we've had talks cause I was telling you during, it was like during a period of time that I just had really bad self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. I was not confident about anything. I don't know if, People like me unless they go out of the way their way to say, I really like you. Like I love hanging out. Unless somebody's like super expressional with it, I'm like, oh, they'd like hate me. With Bible studies, since people weren't coming up to me and being like, that was the most amazing Bible study <laughs> I ever heard. I'm like, man, I'm doing such a crappy job leading. You I was know, say nobody ever does that to me. So <laughs> wow. It's even less for me. Good. <laughs> Good thing I'd ever bothered, you know. Um, people still go. So I take that as like it's, you know, we're doing something good. So um, I, I would argue what I, I remember now, what I would argue is it's a problem when it's like either an everyday thing mm. or it's like at the tail end or mid every conversation you have with this individual where you're always just constantly dealing with their confidence issues mm. comes up all the time. They're getting mad at you. They're starting like, you know, you don't really love me, you know, or they're, they're constantly accusing of cheating. Right. Like that, that would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. And like I said, momentary like weakness, that's everybody. Right. But like, I don't know when it's just like, I've seen it where it's like just nonstop, nonstop. And the guy t- or girl takes it like a punching bag, you mm. know, and it's, I don't know, that, that'd be too much for me. I got yeah. too much self-respect to put up with that for too long, you know, mm. so I don't know. Any other thoughts on that? Low self-confidence? Cool. Because mm. the next two aren't that deep. Bad oh. grammar. <laughs> yeah. I struggle with this. So even though I'm texting, when I'm texting and I spell something wrong, I definitely go back and I'm like, um, even though they... Obviously, they can infer what I was trying to say, but I have to, I feel that need to go back and put the asterisk, what I meant to say, and then hit send. So that they know you're not just dumb. Yeah. And I'll even say, oh, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> or I'm illiterate. Or I go, oh, God, uncultured swine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that doesn't bug you that much. Although you don't actually misspell anything ever. 
You know what I mean? Yes. I actually, I'm trying to think back. I don't think you ever actually like. There's time like autocorrect does something. <sighs> like whenever I was that trying does not to. Count. <laughs> <laughs> I hate autocorrect so much. Yeah, like whenever I was texting Paul and I was sick and I was like, I've taken four and I said the cuss word for craps today and it turned it to shots. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know why my stomach's hurting so bad right now. And he was like, Uh, <laughs> you did what? <laughs> yeah, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Bad grammar. I hate it when I understand like certain like I understand if somebody like doesn't understand the difference between like effect and effect and stuff like that or doesn't do commas properly or your your and your that's what I was just about to bring up but when you're doing the your your and your the two two and two and you don't know the difference yeah and you're like I'm going to the store TWO I'm like what (laughs) okay TWO you have to try (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what I'm saying you have to try to use that in the wrong spot okay if you ever see that from me I'm clearly being facetious (laughs) what is facetious go look it up don't ask me how to spell it um (laughs) (laughs) all right so thank you for bringing that up yes the 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 yours the twos and the ofs i made that up don't know all right (laughs) lastly and this won't take up 30 minutes doesn't know how to do basic chores that fits into the freezer story i told last episode right now it's like you said, uh, like my mopping story. Yeah, mopping, or Darcy doesn't know how to do laundry literally <laughs> until she was married. <laughs> I mean, at least you knew how to press start. <laughs> so, congrats, you did. That's off too. Props. It got rinsed, just not washed. Yeah, with, with de- not detergent, but fabric softener. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations! I'm so proud. You've been promoted to wife. Yeah. Darcy, so. <laughs> All right. I think that's I think I even made that same mistake not that long ago, to be honest. <laughs> I got fabric softener instead of detergent. No. And Paul was like, how many times are we going to do this here? <laughs> <laughs> how many times are we going to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... Okay. Maybe... I don't see how you buy the wrong thing, though. I can understand making a mistake when you're, like, picking between bottles. because it It's kinda... laundry stuff. It shows a washer, and I'm like, here we go. That's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thank you. No. All right. I think it's time to switch back to our regularly scheduled programming, Darcy. Okay. I'll go ahead and do the intro while you try to find uh, a good, suitable story to finish out this episode. <clears throat> Does it need to be a lengthier one? Uh, we got about half an hour left, so yeah, give me a good one. That usually takes up a good chunk of the conversation. Are you okay with one that has like a ton of comments? Absolutely. Okay. Because I will have a few myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. For context, for those of you that are just now joining us for the first time ever, thank you for watching. Thank you for liking and subscribing. Share with your friends. Best thing to do to watch this show is to turn it on and then just walk away. Give us those free views. Okay. Have us playing in the background like like that one Star Wars movie. All right. Darcy is happily married. (laughs) Not to me. We're just really good friends. Sorry, Darcy. (laughs) But... She joined a Facebook group because sometimes she wonders, like, hey, you know, I could use some good marriage advice on, and, you know, life advice in general. She found a very good Christian uh, dating, well, at least appeared to be a good Christian Facebook marriage group, okay? And um, as, upon reading the question submissions <laughs> by, by anonymous members, and sometimes people that are okay given their name, they uh, ask these really outlandish questions that are like really gross sometimes or funny to react to. And then some of these other people that come in there with their Christian ideologies really just come in there and either uh, make it too weird 
they add on to the funnier grossness or they'll get super religious to where you're like annoyed. You just want to roll your eyes. Okay. To some of these people, calling something dating is a sin. You have to call it courtship. You know, you got to get super spiritual with it. Okay. One, one, one nice lady wrote in and said, uh, my, my boyfriend who's a preacher, he doesn't listen to Christian music. He was listening to Jingle All the Way, you know, on Christmas and it was too secular for her. Me and Darcy like to read bad marriage advice, and we get like to give our comments and reactions to it. So, Darcy, after that long, unnecessary explanation of what we're about to do, did you find a good post we can react to? Yeah. So, the post itself is fairly short, um, but this has, like, hundreds of comments. Are they so. entertaining? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> give me the post itself, please. All right. How do you deal with a husband who is overly sexual? I just had a baby two months ago, and my partner makes a sexual move every day. Ooh. I tried telling him to stop, and he says he will stop, but he never does. Pass. Give me the next one. Give me another post. <laughs> <laughs> you want a different one? No, no. It's, I mean, we can try. Um, full context here. I'm not married. Okay. So um, I've been told that as a relationship goes on longer... That the drive, that like the initial gust of like the attraction and the physical stuff, like that dies out, especially when kids get involved. It just like not not gonna say kills it completely, but it definitely makes a difference. Yeah, and there's gonna be bigger gaps in between uh, therapy sessions, so to speak. Um, <laughs> you okay, Darcy? No. No. <laughs> That's a first. I've never made you uncomfortable before. <laughs> therapy sessions. I, I hate you. <laughs> Me too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, your depression pill for the day. Me going. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> me going into a relationship and hopefully eventually potential marriage. I've already come to grips with the fact that, like you know, our love life or love making life will be different post. You know, longer term, kids getting involved, stuff like that. I made peace with that aspect of it. That's where a lot of guys get tripped up is they're like, hey, my wife won't do anything. Oh, I found this younger person that will do stuff. I'm going to leave. You know, mm. I've made peace with the fact that like for the for 99% of guys, that's just how it is. There's right. going to be less of the physical stuff as time goes on. I've accepted it. Not all guys are like that, though. So you got a woman here who's like, hey. I'm just not in the mood and husband's like, ha I will stop. And he's like doing all these weird hand motions and then he just doesn't. Do you have any advice, Darcy, for this woman? I can definitely see why that's very frustrating, especially just having had a baby. Oh, Obviously, okay, yeah. I, I missed that part. Oh. So fresh, fresh baby. She said two months ago. I don't. That's still pretty. Recent. Yeah, it is recent. That's but still pretty recent. I cannot speak because i have not had a baby mm -hmm. i don't know how long it takes you to repair and also you have postpartum yeah. you have all of that kind of stuff I, that can yeah. last for a really long time right. so you know I like actually, i don't think she's in the wrong here i think husband needs to pour some ice water on himself mm -hmm. i think she's got a guy i don't know how he is his husband it just sounds like in this regard they're kind of they're kind of struggling a bit maybe she needs to switch from can you please stop to i need you to stop she needs to be a little bit more firm mm. all right what do you how do you feel about that suggestion? i mean yeah that's fair but at the same time she shouldn't have to i um, get that but right. he's not listening right. so what does she need to do next um if you're going to rely basically on well he needs to, he needs to understand that's not how it works right, sometimes right. give her something practical here what should she tell her husband right now 
Um, I'm curious if if she's explained some because, like I said, it's pretty short. It doesn't have a lot of information. I'm curious mm-hmm. if she's tried to explain so that he can understand. Because if she's just telling him no, I don't want to, he's not going to understand. Like, okay, maybe she's in physical pain. Maybe mm-hmm. mentally she's not doing well. Maybe she's exhausted. Maybe if I watch the baby for a couple days and help take care of it, then she will be in the mood. Maybe you know, like, so maybe some more communication on just being able to provide understanding to a person that could never understand unless going mm-hmm. through it themselves or being told yeah. um and just kind of saying like um i don't know you know my desire is not there right now or you know i have severe postpartum mm-hmm. um i'm over already overwhelmed with the baby this is something i just can't even think about right now or um, maybe being able to give you know like a bargain almost where it's like hey if we're able to get you know your parents to watch the kid for two nights and we can go out on a nice date i could see that um you know putting me more open to something like this do you think now i understand there's a line but do you think it are you totally against her getting one of his guy friends depending on who it is someone he actually really listens to to kind of talk to him for her now, I know there's a line between sharing your business right. and, you know what I'm saying, but do you think there's a way to walk on the line or not cross it? Um, it's just an idea. For like, most, shoot it down or shoot or not, whatever. For most people, that could cross lines for mm-hmm. them personally, sure. um, including other people in your sex life, sure. especially like his friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that going wrong. Okay. It, it depends on the person. I feel like I could do that with Paul. Like I feel like I could talk to you about it and you talk to him and it not be this huge thing of like, Oh, why are you, you know, um, don't, don't ask, don't put me in that position. Hey buddy. <laughs> well, let me tell you about the birds yeah. and the bees. Let me, let me tell you about your marriage. Okay. <laughs> me not being married. Be like, Hey, I got some advice for you. Okay. Your wife is unhappy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so that's a no on that. That was just an idea I had. I was right. kind of wondering what you thought. It's like, I'd almost say it's 50-50. <laughs> it could piss them off. Right. It could cross a boundary or, right. it, or not. <laughs> right. If anything, I'd I'd try like therapy. Mm. Um, that's the only thing you're really going to see where you're not crossing a boundary, yeah. talking about your sexual life with someone else included. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. Like, it's it's hard because, like you said, like, there isn't a whole – or, like I said, there isn't a whole lot here. Um, she said, I tried telling him to stop, and he says he will stop, but he never does. I picture him with a really stupid grin on his right. face where he's like, huh, 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 okay, I will, and then he just doesn't. Mm, yeah. And so I'm he's, get- like, not taking her seriously. Right. And that's kind of where my idea came from to, like, try explaining so he understands mm-hmm. where you're at mentally, physically, yeah. emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. I, I would have to tell husband he needs to chill out because, mm-hmm. like, look, I mean, there's a lot that goes into having a freaking kid. Your kid, right, sir? Like, let me let me just tell you, like, she carried your child, your offspring, for nine months. She had to do the thing. She had to go through the pains to get the baby out. And then that, there's just so much that goes into having a kid. It's a very taxing process. Like, mm. it sucks for the guy on his end who doesn't have to go through all that. He's just in in his mind, he might be being deprived, or there's a buildup of tension i get it but i mean guys that's just something like i mean growing up i've heard it and i know you've heard it before you got married you're gonna have to come to grip with it if you if you if that's something you're not interested in you need to think what you want out of a marriage honestly 
I would encourage you to think about that before you get married. Especially in a Christian marriage. If you can't yeah. hold off for a couple months while right. your wife is recovering, mm-hmm. like that's just. Yeah. Giving whatever. birth to a human right. is ridiculously taxing. Right. Ridiculously complicated. Like, I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. Yeah. You know. So. And I believe I might have gotten a screenshot of this. Okay. So um, now to the comments, we read people's terrible advice. Mm-hmm. Me and Darcy sat here and tried to come up with practical solutions. I would, you know, yay or nay, leave a like or dislike if you're not, if you disagree <laughs> with our take. But we're about to give you some really bad yep. takes. So Robert replied to the anonymous poster Thanks, and Rob. said, he isn't being overly sexual. He's doing what a husband should be doing by focusing his sexual desires on you. That was a very good thing for your marriage. You should focus on meeting his needs. Okay. Um, I promise you Rob does, isn't married. <laughs> but that's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Is that the one that was deleted? No, 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 no. Okay. I didn't find the one that was deleted, but okay. I have a screenshot of it. But that just wasn't it. Yeah, no. That wasn't it. I was going to say, if that but was But he the... contributes a lot to these comments. Really? So he's it... an important character. It, okay, so we're setting the stage. He's the main character in yes. this. Okay, it's not a nun. Yeah. Okay, nun's a side character in Rob's story. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to go through this just a little bit quickly. Uh, Mm. Destiny replied and said, or be a husband instead of trying to have sex, ask her, does she need anything like a massage or help with the baby or he can run her a bath? Pause. So are you saying he needs to change up his tactics to get her in the mood? That seems like what Destiny's saying. She's replying to Robert's initial comment. This is a thread, not individual ones, if that helps. Okay. I, I get you. So Robert had said he assumed he's already doing that because she didn't say any different. Mm-hmm. And the anonymous participant then replied to him. Oh, and, so Anon mm-hmm. gets into the comments. Yes. All right. Anonymous participant then replied and said he doesn't do that at all with a frowny face. Mm-hmm. He barely helps me out with the baby. Okay. That is a common thing. So I could see why Anon would be upset about that. So husband here, if you don't mind, I'm trying to slow down. That way it doesn't feel like a weird conversation mm-hmm. you're having to yourself. Right. Okay. I have seen the husbands, for some reason, they still have it in their head that things are going to be the same before the kid. Um, they think they can both just play video. They can, he can play a video game. He can just be absent. He can just not pay attention. For some reason, they have trouble switching to dad mode where they need to be a little bit more like, okay, now we're raising a kid. Do you disagree with that? Have you seen that? I've seen it a few times now where dad thinks like he can just do bare minimum, if anything, and mom's just going to do all the work. I've seen that. I I hear that all the time. Like when mom's going out, you know, and dad's like, all right, I'm babysitting. Like, no, you're raising your child. Mm -hmm. You're not babysitting. I've seen that quite a bit. Yeah. And it's kind of sad how many times I've seen that. So, okay. What else continue? Another third goes on further. Um, yeah. So... She was saying, like, help sounds perfect. She's tried explaining things to him and all of that. Okay. So all the stuff that you said earlier, no good. Right. So he's not listening. Right. Because Rob had come in and said, if that's the case, as in, like, him not helping, then she should explain it to her husband and establish a time to revisit the subject. And she keeps Sorry. saying she has. That's funny. And so at one point. Have you tried talking to him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's basically what Rob keeps saying right. over and over. Continue. Um, at one point, Lacey makes a comment towards, um, Robert saying food, clothing, and shelter are needs. Sex is not a need. Mm, uh, disagree. But I understand it gets placed on the back burner in these situations. Mm. It's not a, 
It's not the forward, front, and center concern. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's not a need. Mm. Again, I am not in this situation. Maybe my perspective will change upon me getting further along in a relationship myself. But as of right now, I would have to disagree with that last one. I, I will say it does fit under the category of a need. Do you disagree or agree? Um, I agree with what she was saying as far as it's not a need um, like food, clothing, and shelter okay, are. Okay, sure. It is a separate category <laughs> of a need. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's fair. You know? Yes. And so he was just saying good luck with that. And he goes into saying that her body belongs to her husband, just as his body belongs to her. And, oh, Rob is married. He said, I put my wife first above all else. Um, third, she never said she hasn't healed yet. That would definitely play a part in it. But, again, she said nothing about that. Hmm. And I actually remember a comment she had made um, from what got deleted. And she had apparently, um, I'm trying to remember, basically the birth was a hard birth and she almost died on the operating table. Mm. And so now she's scared to have sex. And so I, part of it's like a healing thing, but a lot of it has to do with fear with the light near death experience mm -hmm. that, you know, she was having. And which post was that? This one. It's still this one. And, mm -hmm. that's it. and who said that? The anonymous participant. Okay. Okay. So there's more going into that. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I don't think Rob understands. And of course, I, I don't either. I don't think he understands what all goes into being a woman and how the, their bodies work and how draining things can be and what goes on mentally after having a baby. How could he? Because he's not a girl. Same thing with me. Like, I'm trying to be more empathy toward the woman when she says, like, hey, I just, like, I'm not in the mood. I'm not feeling it. Honestly, I'm really just feeling mm -hmm. like he just doesn't have any empathy for right. women because he's not the one whose body's going through all this change. Well, what's funny here is it's all the men commenting that she's wrong. Right, exactly. And all the women are, like, just trying to yeah. tell her to communicate yes. and things like that. I will never know what that feels like. Yeah. But I can at least appreciate from afar, like, okay, their, their body's going through a lot here. Right. And I can be a little bit more understanding of like okay like things are different you right. know what i mean well and the pain tolerance for men and women is so drastically different too. it's a different kind of pain um it's, it's a different kind yeah. of pain but even to kind of like like just as a funny example when we were getting our lip tattoos and i was sitting there fine the whole time and you were like crying <laughs> uh, you know like women have much higher pain thresholds than men I wasn't naturally crying. i was blubbering <laughs> big <laughs> okay. Big difference. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, there were no tears. You, you recorded me. There were no tears, okay? Um, so I disagree. But um, I, appreciate your, uh, I appreciate you trying to remember differently. So uh, here, but, Here's the um, thing that women don't understand. They always remember things differently <laughs> than how it actually happened. So, you know, it's not all Rob's fault. <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, like childbirth is one of the most yeah, painful things absolutely. you can experience in a lifetime. And for women saying it's mm -hmm. one of the most painful things yeah. they've experienced to put that on a scale to like the pain threshold that they're yeah. able to endure compared to men. I would, I don't know if you've ever seen the cramp simulators. No. Where men put on little pouches. To, we is should that, do that on the show. Is that a video? We need, to, we need to do that on the show. Do they have a PlayStation 5 port? 
Crap Simulator 3D. <laughs> it's part have, of the VR. Yeah, I, say, I, have a, I have an Oculus. <laughs> um, um, you just like attach little patches to you and it simulates cramps and women will get to like the highest yeah. one on there and men will give out at like three. Mm. It's like on a 10 yes, scale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that, that, those are very helpful, but... Even more so the after having a kid right. thing. And healing and processing. Nobody nobody understands that yeah. until women actually do it. Yeah. And that's a, that's a disservice that guys are put in to where they just have no freaking clue. Mm-hmm. That's a different kind of pain. That's not the birthing pain. When right. I was a little bit more naive, I would think like, you know, uh, oh, they had a kid. They're fine now. You right. know what I mean? But uh, no, not at all. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. So um, I just think Rob needs to be a little bit more understanding. Yeah. Of women. So which, yeah. Brian supporting Rob says desiring right, yeah, desiring sex once a day is not overly sexual. Take care of your man one way or another. It doesn't take a ton of effort and it's good for your marriage. <laughs> I love how he's like, look, girl, it doesn't take a ton of effort here. Okay. <laughs> Fix yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Thanks, Ryan, for your yeah. minimum contribution to my day. And so uh, Megan was just like, for real, she just had a baby. It's not one way or another Mm. thing. If she says no, it's a freaking no. So Brian combats it. And this is the funny one. Um, He says, I feel so sorry for any man that commits to you. Having a baby isn't a free pass to neglect your man. He committed his whole life to you and only you. He chose to give his sexual energy to only you. You owe, in all caps, owe it. Period. Your attitude sucks. If you genuinely love a man, you'll want to satisfy that need, not want in his life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is it Ryan or Brian? Brian. Brian. It's sad to me here, actually, because there are so many marriages that are like this. Mm -hmm. And guys have a thing to where they make themselves the victim in this. It's a shame because I think if there was a way to give guys... If they could just feel a tenth of what a woman goes through during this type of process, they would be way more understanding. We wouldn't get these type of comments. I think it is fully 100% just ignorance on the guy's end. And there's not really a way to help them. Right. You can't just explain to them how painful not just childbirth itself is, but everything after. And I can't speak to how long that even lasts because it's different per person. Uh, and, and maybe there's a line, too, on when a girl needs to, okay, look, it's been six months. It's time to snap out of it. You know, maybe there's a line on that, too. I can't speak to that either. Even me being more understanding, there's still so much I will never understand about that. And it's unfortunate that some guys won't even make the effort to understand that type of feeling. Right. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of here from Robert mm-hmm. and Brian and all these other people that just don't get it. And they think, oh, well, it's your duty, so you have to do it. I wouldn't even want a woman being physical with me under the the pretense that this is her duty. That's owed. Yeah. Right. Where's the fun in that for me? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the fun in that for me? If if she's only doing it because she has to under, you know, some weird verse that they found, then where's the love? Right. So anyway. So um, this is the one that got deleted, but I do have a screenshot partially of it, but it's a little bit out of context. So uh, there's someone replying and they're talking about, you know, like a kind of relationship Adam had with Eve. And I guess like some of the quotes that they were using scripturally earlier, we're talking about like fair treatment of slaves, not how wives were to be to their husbands. And so 
they were just like correcting him on that. So this guy Lee comes in and replies and says, wait, I should have known that you could not comprehend. Carry on Jezebel in all caps. And he deep searched her profile to find a picture of her and found that she had a septum piercing and circled it in red while calling her Jezebel. (laughs) He put Jezebel in all caps. Yeah. And circled her septum piercing. (laughs) I would never say this unless I had full confidence in what I was going to say. I think Lee needs to be put down. <laughs> <laughs> like the dog he is. <laughs> yeah. And if YouTube tries to come in here and censor me, I meant put down for a nap. Okay. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <sighs> Are you just looking at the red circle around her septum ring? I don't know what I'm feeling. I feel like I just had a kid. <laughs> and I'm going through the postpartum depression. <laughs> no, okay, cool. I can walk out saying I understand what that feels like. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and I let me tell you what. Uh, what's her name? Manon, the, uh, Brian, and Robert, they are right. You need to get over it and uh, get, perform your duties. Do your <laughs> ode diligent duties. Put your, or your diligence. Your, your capital yeah. J, Isabel, in all caps. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I find that so insane that, that yeah. men can be so just like ignorant to the fact of, and she even explained like, I almost died. My baby went in the NICU. Like it was a traumatizing, scary experience. So not only is she physically in pain, she's spiritually in pain. Mm. She's scared. And they're like, you owe it to him. Yeah. You, it's your body's his and his is yours. You need to satisfy that. Sex is a need. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not a masculine man here. Maybe maybe I, I don't understand the guys here either. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm not manly enough to be like you Here's know a what? Simp. Yeah, you need to get in there and take what she isn't giving you. Okay. A couple episodes ago, I attempted to talk about uh, what you can do to be more uh, assertive. Okay, be more, about, be more of the bad boy type. You know what I mean? And that's coming from a beta male. <laughs> And I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt at the time. Yeah, you're so, wearing yeah. the button up you're explaining not to wear. Yeah. I, I, I'm a living example of none of what not to do. Okay. All right. So, okay. So how would you resolve that? Like, to kind of wrap it up, how would you even resolve this then? Like, are I... It's, it's a symptom of a bigger issue mm. in general. It's not just a nun's husband. It's not just Rob. It's not just Brian. Guys in general do not have a clear understanding of what it's like to have a kid and what it feels like after having a kid. You said counseling. Yeah. They have classes for this type of thing. Mm. I think they need to take a class. Go to your community college. A lot of those classes they offer the first semester of college. So it's not like you have to go to university to get it done. Go see a doctor. Talk to a guy doctor. They probably have a better understanding of it. And they can probably explain it into a way. Sometimes They can probably explain it better to a guy, guy to guy. Yes, but I've also seen where women get guy doctors and like they just had like a C-section. They're like, all right, get up now. Mm. Go go walk to your wheelchair. And they're like, what the f- like, mm. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Get a girl doctor <laughs> who's had a kid. <laughs> I think they need to take a class. I think they need to talk to a professional, maybe a woman who can, who can explain it better mm. to a guy. But unfortunately, it's a maybe s- like couples counseling with another couple. Yeah. OK, that's a good one. Yes, but this is, I don't think she's not one. She's not going to be able to fix it herself because husband isn't listening. 
Right. She's not going to get any help from the, the community, Christian or not. Because, like, even talk to taking the Christian aspect out of this group we're in. If you did the same thing in a, in a chat where it's like, you know, I don't know, a sports chat. You're going to get a bunch of guys coming in there and they're going to be like, oh, my God, you know, oh, my gosh, this is a all women suck. You know, they, they're, they're no fun after having a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to get the same problem, Christian or not. There's a there's a larger problem of guys that just don't they're ignorant to this issue and they don't want to even attempt to understand because for them, it's black and white. Right. You know, my wife isn't fun anymore after she had a kid. And that's usually the excuse they go to. Or something like that. Because she's saying, like, he's not helping out with anything. Right. She's tried explaining yeah. it. He keeps saying he won't, but he keeps it's, doing yeah. it. Like He's not trying to move on from the next step of, like, okay, we're, I'm the fun husband. You're the fun wife. He's not moving on to now I'm the caring husband and you're the caring wife. So, so question. Hmm. Do you think there's a way to spot this ahead of time before you get married? Um that this is going to be the way they're going to act? Or do you think this is just something that's going to come up when it comes up? I th- I'm going to have to go with the latter. I think it, there's no way to know until it actually happens. Unless mm. you disagree. Unless you have a good... No, that was like a legit question. Yeah. I don't think so. It's unfortunate. Because um, for me, when I'm looking for what I want in a relationship, I'm looking at like, okay, are they the crazy jealous type? Or they just get jealous? Like I said, like, you know... I don't think I could deal with an everyday, like, oh, my gosh, she's accusing me of things. You're looking at different maturity things. You're looking at how well they have their life together. You're looking at a lot of things. The kid stuff, since that's, like, your kid and her kid, you made a kid together. Uh, unfortunately, that I, I think that is something that you're not going to notice until after it's done. Mm. Um, unless, so you don't think there's, like, warning signs or red flags of that? No, because you're not thinking about that when you're dating. You're looking mm. at them as a partner. You're not actually looking at them as a future. Father. Right. Mm. And because when you're a father, there's so many more responsibilities you have. It's not just how you handle personality differences. Mm. It's about, okay, you disagree on how to raise an actual human being. You disagree on who gets what, uh, who has to change the diaper, but who feeds them? Or are you going to do both? Or who's, you know, uh, all sorts of things, you know. There, there, And now, I mean, it's not that it's more complicated, but there are things now that we have to do to feed a kid that we didn't do when I was the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like put the formula in the water, mix it, and then serve it. Now it's like, okay, we put fruit in it. There's a bottle warmer. There's all this stuff you got to do now. You know, um, it's, it's a little bit more complicated now. And it's just like sometimes people aren't willing to share their responsibility. Sometimes people say they are. And then when it actually starts and it's like, shoot, I got to change a diaper every 20 or 30, you know, sometimes uh, you got to check. Every 30 minutes or something to see if they pooped or not. And then it's like, well, shoot, you just pooped earlier 45 minutes ago. I got to do it again. So some people are like, yeah, I'm, oh, I'll share the load. And then if they're lazy and they, they have to actually start sharing the work, they realize they weren't as down for it as they thought. Mm. And it's unfortunate that people have to learn the hard way. But I feel like that's with anything in life. So to end this on a sad note, no, there is no way to. I don't think there's a way to tell unless you can give me a good one. Think about it. When we come back the following episode, we can maybe reassess the situation. Maybe we should bring my therapist friend back on and she can educate us on the issue. Because she deals with all sorts of families and spectrum of like people. Because the only thing I can think of is if he's lacking in taking initiative Mm. or empathy from the get-go with just things in general. But I don't know. People, I I see a lot of wives not complain until the kid happens that they're not putting in what they're supposed to. So, so it's sm- like smaller example. I when I was eighteen to like twenty two, I was like, yeah, I, I would love to have kids someday. My mom had another baby, 
and I was like, man, this is a lot of work. Mm. And it was a lot more. It was, it was very eye opening. And of course I'll have my eyes opened even more when I have my own kid, but just have, just helping raise a sister. I was like, man, this is a lot of work. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared for the culture shock. Am I prepared now? Probably not, but I'm in way better shape than what I was before I had any, like had to learn some responsibility. Mm. So, all right. I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. How do you feel, Darcy? Feel good. Good. All right. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining us. Please like, subscribe, share with your friends, turn us on, walk away. We'll see you guys. (laughs) Bye.